Hello, and welcome to the Pacific Northwest Showdown Podcast. We are your hosts, Michaela and Kate. Hey, everybody. This is season two still, but it is episode 14. So we are excited to be back with you here on the showdown. And there are a wide range of topics for us to discuss today. From Megan Rapinoe's announcement that she will be hanging up her cleats at the end of the season to the MLB All-Star Week that is being hosted at T-Mobile Park mm-hmm. here in Seattle. Yeah. We are excited to dive in and talk about all of the things that are transpiring in the world of Seattle sports. Which, like usual, is kind of a lot. It is. Yeah. All right. We will get on over to that in the next segment, the Showdown Lowdown. See you there. It's time for the Showdown Lowdown. The Showdown? Lowdown. I didn't know if you were going to remember how to do that. I honestly wasn't sure which way I was going to go with that. So that's mm-hmm. what that's what happened. So there you go, everybody. Well, yesterday after my massage that I had, um, a text jealous. was awaiting me, mm-hmm. and that text told me, and it was from Kate, that mm-hmm. Megan Rapino, yeah, had announced that this will be her final NWSL season and her last. Um, shot at the World Cup as it will be her final season playing with Team USA as yeah, well. Yeah. And it it's, was my response was I'm not surprised. No. But you know, she is had a legendary career. Yep. She is known for more than just what she's done on the field. She yeah. has done some incredible advocacy work for LGBTQ rights and mm-hmm. for equal pay for women mm-hmm. in the world of sports. Sure. So um, we just wanted to take a moment to talk about Megan Rapinoe and everything that she's done in her career. Yeah. And to kind of yeah. talk about like what might have led up to this decision. Why now? Yeah, for sure. And what's to come. Yeah. I, that, that makes sense. We should do that. So first of all, like you said, she has a lot of accolades, like plenty of accomplishments and achievements. She is a three time Olympian from 2012, 2016 and 2020. Um, she's, uh, won a gold medal and a bronze medal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's played in the World Cup three times, winning gold in 2015 and 2019 and silver in 2011. Obviously, this is her with the team, not just her as a Absolutely. solo person. Yes. But yes, she participated in those things. Um, for the NWSL, she has played um, 11 Seasons. The entirety of the history of the NWSL because yep. they started up 11 seasons ago at this point. Yeah, three uh, NWSL shields with the rain, 48 goals, 25 assists, which is pretty great for sixth in um, is in the league all time. Um, she also was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2022 for her work and advocacy for LGBTQ plus uh, equality. Uh, equal pay for women and equality in women's sports. So that's just like a few of the things. Just a few. Just a few. Just a few. So, um, so let's kind of dive in and talk about the timing of this. Yeah. You know, I think there was an episode or two as as Sue Bird had announced her retirement last season. Yeah. We started to talk about okay, well, we all know that Sue Bird and Megan Rapino yeah. are together. Yeah. And they're that power couple here in Seattle. I mean, they've done amazing work for the community Mm -hmm. and for the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when Sue had announced her retirement, one of the conversations that we had here in the show was, okay, well, 
when's Megan going to retire. Mm -hmm. And we had encouraged you all to take advantage of the fact to watch these players that we love that are incredible while you have the chance to watch them. They're still playing show up because you never know when it might be their final season. True. And, you know, half of the season is behind them for, for the OL rain at this point. Mm-hmm. Megan Rapino will be playing for Team USA from July 20th to August 20th. Hopefully they come home with a gold for her to end her career on that note. Well, and honestly, you know, they did, Team USA did win gold the last two World Cups. So there's a decent chance like it's not out of the ordinary Mm -hmm. i guess that they could at least medal in some way absolutely this year's so in terms of timing yeah um you could see where when your partner retires you see she got sue bird is so loved in this city and Mm -hmm. and megan rapino is too for the ol reign yeah that it comes time where either you want to spend more time with your person you Mm -hmm. have had an incredible career you've put a lot of time into it Mm -hmm. And you start to have other aspirations as well. Sure. Yeah. And we might not know what those aspirations specifically are, but I think that yeah. they have a plan that we haven't really been privy to. Probably. You're starting to see, you know, uh, Sue Bird invests in different um, clubs at that yeah. ownership and yeah. um, well, branding the together. To, yeah, say, yeah, together. Yeah. So how Megan and Sue come together and what they're going to potentially do. Mm-hmm once Megan's done. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what that is. Absolutely. And, you know, in her uh, statement about during one of the press pressers about um, her ending her career, I guess she had said, you know, it's, it's rare for athletes, professional athletes to be able to go out on their own terms. And Sue had said something sort of similar to that. And they both had, really long careers in terms of professional athletes. And I think for Megan Rapinoe, you know, she's, she's probably at that point where she's had a couple of things come up this year, little kind of injuries this year here and there. And, you know, in addition to all the stuff you were saying about kind of maybe those next steps professionally, like she might be kind of at that stage where she's like, you know what, I'd rather be able to decide when I go out versus having my body Tell for me. So, um, cause that's gotta be a better sense of closure when you get to decide for yourself. Cause we've talked about that before with other athletes, right. Who have like career ending or season ending injuries and things yeah. like that, about how it's just how that kind of processing of all of that goes for you. So, I mean, it's gotta be easier for her hopefully to make that decision herself. So it's been great to watch. It's been pretty exciting. And so on that note, let's yeah. kind of discuss the what's remaining for the OL Reign okay. and yeah. kind of number one, some opportunities that people would have to go watch the OL Reign to yeah. finish out the season, but also other things that might be transpiring to celebrate Megan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, um, the OL Reign are currently third in the NWSL standings. They have nine games left in the regular season. And right now they have an amazing um, three game package. It's $45 per person for um, club seats. So it's three games, club seats, $45. Um, And the games for that are for the July 28th match against San Diego Wave FC, the August 6th match against the Portland Thorns FC, and the September 3rd match against the Orlando Pride. Um, So if you buy those tickets, you can't transfer them or sell them. So you you get what you get, kind of. Um, and the tickets get delivered to you the same day as the game. 
Um, if you want to look into that, if you want to get on that package, um, you can go to uh, HTTPS colon backslash backslash www.olrain.com backslash summer. So S-U-M-M-E-R dash like the minus sign dash and then um, the word pass, P-A-S-S. So olrain.com slash summer dash pass. So that's a pretty great way to see some matches. And um, with Megan Rapino being gone for the um, World Cup for part of that time, she could potentially be back for that September 3rd game against Portland Thorns. Uh, oh, sorry, for against the um, Orlando Pride. But the other two matches, she and the other folks that got called up would, would you know, pretty much not be there. So hopefully still, yeah, that's true. Hopefully, Go team USA. hopefully they're still playing. So, but still really fun, still a great deal, great way to see um, the O Rain play and at Lumen, which like, when can you ever get three games to Lumen for $45, 15 bucks a piece? Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing. So yeah. Awesome. And the O Rain are planning to have a special night to celebrate and recognize Megan Rapino on October 6th during that October 6th match. Yeah. We have already purchased our tickets. You don't want to miss this. This is one of those moments, again, in Seattle yeah. sports history that you want to make sure you show up, you celebrate, you mm-hmm. experience these moments that these professional athletes are having. Because, again, as Megan said, you want it to you want to go out on your own terms. Totally. And so with how she announced it and the timing she announced it, it's allowing all of us, the people that have watched her and loved seeing her play, to celebrate her in a whole new level and a whole new capacity So get your tickets for the October 6th game. Mm -hmm. You won't want to miss it. All right. Moving on to Major League Baseball All-Star Week. It is being hosted here in Seattle this week. Really? Uh, T-Mobile Park. If you did not know, you uh, might want to avoid the city if you're not into baseball because it's going to be nuts. It's, you know, happening this weekend and over the next few days. Mm -hmm. So a few things that we wanted to share with you. They did have. Um, a Mariners HBCU put on by Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. Swingman Classic um, to kick off the All-Star Week festivities, which showcased 50 Division One athletes and baseball programs at historically black colleges and universities, yeah. which is a.k.a. HBCU, mm-hmm. if you did not know. Mm-hmm. And Griffey shared, I am excited to help these kids get the national attention they don't receive compared to other college baseball programs. Over the years, we have seen the decline of African-American players, not because they don't want to play, but rather because they haven't been seen. Mm. College scholarships for baseball are not comparative to other sports, and a lot of families cannot afford to pay the difference. So this effort is the industry coming together to give these kids an opportunity to play the game they love on the national stage. Financial restrictions prevent them from going to schools that give them more exposure the HBCU Swingman Classic will try and close that gap. Which is super cool, by the way. And that was on Saturday the 8th that they had that. Yeah. So. And as a college prep advisor in my real life, um, mm-hmm. as somebody that supports first-generation low-income families, I see on a day-to-day basis the struggle with financial aid and accessing education and also for our students of color to find campuses that reflect who they are culturally um, and to make them feel supported in those ways. So I'm really, really happy that we're highlighting in the world 
professional sports at Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. is making sure that these these students, these athletes have a stage to be seen in this capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, visibility matters. Absolutely. So, and hopefully that will inspire generations to come of of um, black students, black ball players to show up and play and to be seen and to be valued in that capacity. Absolutely. I think that's great. It's just another one of those examples of these athletes who are using their kind of retirement time to be doing some Mm -hmm. other amazing things to help out their sport. So got to love that. Um, Also going on during this all-star week is the capital one play ball park through the 11th fans can purchase tickets to take the family for an indoor outdoor experience baseball, softball, music, food, VR experiences, if you're into that, shopping, and the opportunity to meet Mariners legends like Edgar Martinez, Brett Boone, Mike Cameron. So all that's going on. There's also um, on July 10th, Monday, July 10th, there's also the Home Run Derby where you can um, watch Julio Rodriguez compete. It's at 5 p.m. It's on ESPN if you're not going to be able to make it there in person. And then you can catch the All-Star Game at T-Mobile Park on Tuesday, July 11th. If you can't make it to the park, um, you can also watch the game live on Fox at 5 p.m. The Mariners have three All-Stars this year, Julio Rodriguez, George Kirby, and Luis Castillo. So it's pretty exciting, especially because George Kirby and Luis Castillo just got brought up pretty recently into that lineup. So it's kind of exciting. Oh, Julio. Julio and George. Oh, Julio and George? Yeah, Luis was automatically. Oh, that's right. Yes, and then they announced it a few days back that Julio and George. I was thinking Julio because he was in the home run derby already. Yeah. So yeah, that's my bet. All right. So speaking of all-star weekends, all-star weeks, all-star weekends, yeah. we have the WNBA all-star weekend coming up this next weekend on July 14th and 15th mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. The festivities include a skills challenge and a three-point contest that will kick off the weekend on Friday the 14th. Yeah. And then there will be two teams uh, captain by one is team Wilson and the other is team Stewart mm-hmm. and both uh, Seattle storm players that were voted to be all-stars Jewel Lloyd and Ezzy Magbegore will be playing for team Stewart reuniting with their former teammate to attempt to take the title from team Wilson. So good luck to team Stewie. It's going to be like, yeah. it's going to make my heart feel super warm seeing them all together on the court. It's yeah, it'll be, it'll be good to see everybody kind of back together on that in that way, I guess. Um, but man, those two rosters, it's like, there are some, I think dominant players on both sides. Um, but like team Wilson, let's be honest. It's basically like, it's like the Las Vegas aces aces and just like, added a which tells you a lot, which is yeah, exactly. Because, because the Liberty and the aces were both said to be like super teams this year. The Liberty has two people. And the Aces have at least four. four. Yeah. I think they have Chelsea four. Gray, Asia Wilson, Jackie Young. And Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum. So. They literally almost like, it's like have the, their starting five. Yeah. They're just missing one person from their starting five usually. So, I mean, that just shows how dominant the Aces are right now. And it's in Vegas, which kind of is bothersome a little bit just because I'm like, dang it. Now it's they like also home have like home advantage. court advantage. Like, yeah. But, you know, it is, it should be extra. But I don't know. We're going to team Stewie. Fun. I'm just like, that's stacked as well. They have good, they have good. Griner, Vandersloot. Yeah. Stewie. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of great individuals on that side. Yeah. It's going to be. I don't know. I think team Stewie is going to take it. I'm excited about it. So um, be sure to keep an eye out for that as well. And um, kicking it back over to soccer. Starting with soccer. Ending with soccer. Talking about the Sounders. 
The Seattle Sounders are currently second in the Western Conference, three points back from first place, um, which is, I believe, St. Louis City SC. They won their last game uh, last night, which was July 8th, in case you're listening to this a different time, um, against the Vancouver Whitecaps FC with the game-winning goal happening during stoppage time in the 90-plus minute. So also, that was the 150th match between the Sounders and the Whitecaps as both teams existed prior to um, the league. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, post-match, the team was recorded singing Jingle Bells in the locker room with their win, feeling like it was Christmas in July as they come home with three points after last night's match. So I have to make sure that you were the one that got to share this news because this is totally like, if you think about Kate's corner back in the day when we used to have a Kate's corner segment, this would be a Kate's corner moment. She'd be like, they sing like jingle bells and and jingle bells for Christmas Christmas in July, July. which um, also is like, you know, Michaela loves Christmas. So I'm sure she would have, she would have loved. I'm a fan. This made me happy. Have been there for that moment. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So congrats to the Sounders and hopefully they can kind of keep that ball rolling, if you will, um, mm. with that same kind of didn't realize this was the Marvel moment attitude. No, no, it's not. I just have skills sometimes in different places. All right. Well, this wraps up the showdown lowdown segment coming up. Next is the mailbag segment. Stay tuned. You've got, got mail. mail. Welcome to the mailbag segment where we take the questions that you ask us and we attempt to answer them. So let's see how we do today. Our first question, man, what do you say? Is I want to like wrestle around in a bag with like paper in it. Can I just tell you how good it feels to be answering a mailbag question right now (laughs) from our dear friends? I know these are, these are great. These are great. These are people. I'm excited about it. So our first question comes from Rick Judd and Rick asks us, if you were in charge of a rebranding of any of the Seattle sports teams, what are the changes you would make? This was actually it's a, tough a tough question because I feel like Seattle sports does yeah. such a good job in their branding. Yeah. So shout out to the marketing teams, the branding teams, all of those seriously individuals representing each of the different Seattle sports. Yeah. But there is one that stands out to us that makes this an easy answer because they kind of are going to have no choice here coming up soon. Yeah, for sure. And that is the OL Reign because the Olympic Lioness ownership wants to sell. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to go under some rebranding. Yeah. Again. Um, absolutely. And I, um, we had talked about this before. We both like the old Reign logo and the old kind of Reign style of that. Yeah, just so the Reign like, FC. Like I thought that was great. I mean, obviously it sort of depends on ownership buys them like they moved to the lion logo because they're owned by like you know olympic Olympic lioness Lioness. so it that that was kind of why they switched to that so if they're not with them they have the potential to switch it up but you know is that a lot because they were just purchased us a few years ago so things just changed over what like four years three Mm -hmm. it's been it's not very long no that that's changed. So it's a lot to kind of change around that much. So there could be like, let's just keep it because it's what, who knows? But I think that. Well, that the rain team, is going to be the rain. Yes. But I mean, in terms of like logo and design and colors and all of that, like. I could see sticking with colors. Sure. I could see sticking with colors. The the lion though, it's too much, too deeply associated, too associated with, with lion. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think in terms of rebranding, um, 
the other thing is that there's there's been some some people have feelings about how so many of the teams have like the same colors, right? And so I know um, That's the Sea Wolves have been doing a few things. So they're less navy and green and doing a little more black and green. And I don't think they're doing a different rebrand specifically on that kind of stuff. But there is, there's been that little bit of shifting of color over there. And so it's kind of like... Same with same with the Sounders though, because yeah, their logo is blue and green, but in terms of their jerseys and their colors, they switch it up all the time. Well, and I think certain sports do switch the kit more frequently. Like the Seawolves have a different kit every year. Sounders seem like I mean they have like the special yeah they have the special jerseys sort of yeah. stay around, or like they're sort of limited or whatever. But they have the green that's kind of typical, but even then they switch it. Like it's not always the exact. It's not the same jersey year to year. It's like no. slightly changed. And so I think soccer does that. Rugby seems to do that. Baseball doesn't really do that. They put in like they a couple special extra jerseys things and here and there, but they have their, uniforms. their base kind of uniform is the same. Same with football. Football is typically the same, but they'll do. Storm kept the same last year and this year, but they just did kind of a rebranding when they moved back into Climate Pledge. Yeah. Um, which I like their new logo a lot for this too. year. I think this. I think in terms of rebranding. I think the storm has done a good job of transitioning from being so closely similar to the Sonics to now really being their own design and their mm. own image for themselves. Mm. Um, so I think like kind of the, the storm have kind of gone on that rebrand journey. The rain's going to have to go on that rebrand journey. Um, you know, I think so. I, I think overall, everybody's kind of got a good base of of where they're at. I would like to see, I would like to see, um, more mascots though. Like, I would like to see the Sounders mascot, like Sammy. I'd like to see him be a little more of like a thing. Vis yeah, I would love Visible. the rain to have a mascot. Yep. I think that would be great. It's I mean, about the mascots, so it makes I, sense. I'm here for the characters, right? Like, and but I think that honestly, like Seattle's a town where like we love our mascots. Like, I mean, all of them. Well, are we like, have so many. Like, we, we genuinely we have, have a lot, lot of teams. teams. Yeah, because we're a sports city. Yeah, and so bring back the Sonics. Seriously. But that being said, um, I just want to give a shout out to the marketing and branding team for the Kraken. They they hit. A home run when they Absolutely. when the Kraken came to town. Yeah, their branding, yeah. their merchandise. Oh yeah, like people that don't even like like air quotes like hockey are want in, are Kraken into gear. Kraken gear because it's just it's great. The and colors even, are incredible. And the even designs like, are amazing. Like mm -hmm. they they really nailed so it. just shout out to their branding team. So for sure. like I don't know if we have a specific answer. I definitely know I'm not in marketing for a reason. Yeah. But Prepare to see a rebranding for the Ola Rain. They would once they sell, they definitely are going to need to. And um, speaking of mascots, Blitz, if you are at all listening, when is your little Blitz plushie coming out? Because I need it. We're missing so from the crew. That's what I need in my life. But anyway, so thank you, <laughs> thank you, Rick, for your question. We have one more question from Mike McCarty, and he says. Kate and Kayla, you both predicted 10 and 11 wins for the Hawks upcoming season on your guest appearance on the Seahawks Forever podcast. By the way, thanks for listening to that, Mike. That's pretty awesome. What do you think will be the strength for the Hawks, offense or defense? It's great to have you both back on the mic. Thank you. It's great to be back on the mic. It is. 
So I'm going to say, yeah, here's what I was talking to Kate about a little bit earlier when we were discussing this. I think both have the potential to be really, really good. Yeah. If you look at this roster, you look at their acquisitions, you look at their draft, you mm -hmm. look at, at the players on both sides of the ball. I'm like, the Seahawks are scary. If they yeah. stay healthy, like this mm -hmm. team's scary. But what I need to see, our offense didn't change over much. So I'm 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 more confident in our offense than I am on our defense at the sure. moment, simply because I think we made our offense even stronger mm -hmm. adding JSN. Yes to the wide receiver room and we drafted some offensive linemen it's going to be a really young group but i think they have the potential to be strong yeah i just need to see now that they've added some a much more talent to the defensive side of things they bring they brought bobby back I'm so excited. they drafted devin witherspoon cornerback mm -hmm. with yep. their fifth overall draft pick in in the draft they Went and spent money on Draymond Jones for the line, mm -hmm. brought Jaron Reed back. I think yeah. the pieces are there and I think they can do really well, but because they struggled so much with stopping the run game last season, yeah, I just have to see it to believe it. Like I look at the roster and I'm like, yes, yeah. believable. Yeah. But now I need to see it go to work on the field because that's then implementation, coaching staff, development. Mm -hmm. How are they addressing the issues that the team had last season? That's that's my question mark. So I'm going to say that my faith and my belief is that the offense is going to yeah. be the strength to start and the defense will figure it out. I, I think that makes sense. Honestly, like I'm, I feel good about the offense. I think that um, fantasy points might get messed up with the wide receivers, just like, because there's going to be three great ones. So it's like not one person's going to get a good targeted thing to point out. all the time. So like my 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 love of picking DK Metcalf early on in fantasy rounds. I'm like, I would rather the actual team do well than my fantasy team do well, obviously. But um, but that I'm like, oh well, I guess he's not gonna get all the targets because you know, that's a whole thing. Well, it's been true in the past too that DK and, and Tyler Lockett, it's like either one of them was having a hot game or the yeah. other was. Like yeah. absolutely. So. And it's like you had a, you don't know which one it's gonna be yeah. until until so, so are you, you going know. with offense or defense here? Who do you think is going to have the stronger unit? I think offense is more uh, practiced and cohesive since they didn't change as much from last year. Defense, I have high hopes for. Um, I still have the Jamal Adams question of can he stay healthy? It sounds like, though, we've got depth and flexibility for if something should happen to happen, which I don't want it to. Like, I want him to be healthy. I want him to be successful. He's a fun player to watch. He's a great player to have out on the field. So like, I want that to go well, but I'm also like, what if it doesn't? So, um, so I think defense is a little bit more of a question and not that they couldn't do great. And I think bringing Bobby back is going to make a big difference in the, um, like camaraderie and like collaborative kind of Feel Even the energy, because exactly because of who just who, who he, he is, is as a person and a leader in the locker room and on the field. So, um, I think I think the defense is just going to have to like, you know, kind of get together, get that bond, get that like rhythm going, and then I think they're going to do pretty well. So that's where thanks I thanks for that, that question, Mike. Yeah, thank you. We're going with offensive side, but high hopes for the defense. Yes, I think that sounds like a good summation for sure. All right. Well, that wraps up our mailbag segment. 
and leads us to our closing podcast remarks. We just want to say thank you for sticking with us, for being patient, for being lovely, for being yeah. awesome. We love you, C-Fam. Absolutely. And uh, we're looking forward to recording more episodes this summer. Hopefully we'll get some really cool special guests coming back on to Hopefully. talk yeah. sports, yeah. wanting to elevate more women's voices as well. So kind of going to be reaching out to more women in the world of sports here, and hopefully we'll have them on as special guests. That'd be great. But um, I just want to remind you, it's been a long time to always take care of your heart and mind above all else. And don't forget that you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and, threads. Now, and now also Threads. So we are PNW Showdown on all of those platforms and locations. Go ahead and feel free to check us out on any of those. Drop us a line if you want to. And we'll see you next time. to the Marvel moment where you get bad jokes as a reward for listening to the entire podcast. So congratulations. Here is your reward. Yep. All right. You want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Did you hear the rumor about butter? Mm, no, I did not hear the rumor about butter. What well, is it? Well, I'm not going to spread it. Oh, we have the sound effects. I always forget about that. Hold on. There you go. Perfect. 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 Um, okay. So I don't know if you've heard about this, but these two antennas met on a roof, fell in love, and got married. The ceremony wasn't much, but the reception was excellent. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the applause. What did baby corn say to mama corn? Where's popcorn? Um, excuse me. Uh, why did the skeleton <laughs> climb the mountain? Why did the skeleton climb? Oh, wait, the wait, wait. Why didn't the skeleton oh, climb the mountain? Why didn't yeah. the skeleton climb the mountain? I don't know. It didn't have the guts. Oh, that's that's a good one. There you go. There you go. Um, okay, so a frog is going for a party 
And on the way, he meets a psychic. And the psychic tells him, you are going to meet a beautiful young girl who will want to know everything about you. The frog is thrilled and says, this is great. Will I meet her at a party? No, said the psychic in her biology class. Bum, bum, no. bum. <laughs> we don't have that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> What's this one? I guess. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Anyway. <laughs> that wraps up our Marvel moment and our dad jokes. And the yeah. last one is a little grim. So, Well, and my jokes came from my mom. So mine were mom jokes today. Mom jokes? Yeah. 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 Mine come from dad jokes of dads I don't know. I mean, they have good jokes. They might too. not even be dads that came up with those jokes. The whole thing is terrifying, but that works out. I don't know. It just felt scary. Staring into the abyss. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, well CFAM, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We're glad to have you as always. And make sure you like and subscribe so you know when our next episode comes out. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs>